0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of uh, Ask PJ Braun here in the podcast room at Blackstone Labs.
1: What up? Can you see my, uh, my Wolverine thing in the, in the camera? Because I am the Wolverine. Um, so, guys, listen. Here's the deal. I have not looked at the questions. That's how we do it here. There's no Google. There's no Safari. There's no me writing notes in advance. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a little something to this today. Today, I'm going to try to really power through these questions and not dick around and be silly because Josh came down. With what I like to call a random illness. No one knows what it is, but he doesn't look too good. And I want him to go home. He's very pale. Um, achy. He's throat achy. Hurts, throat head throat hurts, hurts. Eyes
0: burn. You know what it is. <laughs> Crotch rot. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think that one's pretty good.
1: <laughs> um, we were watching some dancing on uh, Instagram before. Always good good dance videos good. on Instagram. A lot, of, a lot of girls dancing on, on uh, Instagram. Dancing with their butt cheeks.
0: And, and, you know, in, in different fashions. The swim, I believe, is used swim very saw. often. <laughs> All right. So, we'll, uh, So
1: guys, uh, before we get into the questions, so a lot of, a lot of you guys have been saying um, that we should have, like, a, a podcast discount code. Now, what a, what a simple-minded person would do would be like, okay, there's going to be a code. The code is podcast, and it's going to work for anything that we talk about. But we're not going to do that. To challenge ourselves and to challenge you guys and to make Josh and my life harder but also to keep us on our toes – we have made individual coupon codes for every product. So when we talk about a product, if you guys are interested in that product, we're going to say, hey, now that we're done talking about that glycolog.
0: If you try to save 10 or 15. No, it's 20. Or t- oh, it's 20. 20. It's,
1: it's 20. It's fucking 20.
0: Holy should Mix shit. in a couple of 10s. Oh, just man. Just
1: to screw with Clay. Um, yeah, so we're going to do our best to, to fire out those codes for you guys. They, are, they, are, they should all be active now. So we're going to have a little discount for our loyal podcast listeners, 20%.
0: Are you guys ready for these uh, these codes to be coming your way? Let's gonna do it. Gonna hit them up. Give me
1: some easy ones. Come on, easy ones.
0: All right. First one comes from Jerkface Everlasting. uh, Great name. (laughs) Which is uh, based on Letrozole. Uh, Does Letrozole actually work to slow or reverse extremely mild gynecomastia, about a quarter-inch marble size? If so, in what doses and does it replace your other aromatase inhibitors, such as Arimidex while you are using it? I recently crashed my estrogen using one milligram Arimidex every day in an attempt to address a gynecomastia onset. I've backed way off of it, and my E2 is slowly rising, probably just over 20 right now. Is the point of Letrozole? to eradicate your estradiol, or does it specifically address gyno? If my estradiol is already low, should I even consider using letrozole? Thanks, PJ. Always appreciate your willingness to spread knowledge and experience.
1: With your, with, you, you're, smart. you're a smart one, and I'm glad. So for starters, don't abandon the arimidex. Now, your, your estradiol is really low. Therefore, I think that adding in the letrozole is most likely going to put it to zero again. Um, I will tell you this. I ran into a similar problem. I'm just going to tell you this from personal experience. I ran into a similar problem in 2006 into 2007 and I did an entire prep using letrozole and arimidex and I dried myself out like crazy it was the driest I've ever been it was it was one of the worst I've ever felt in my life felt next to death for most of the prep got ridiculously lean but the marble never went away and that led me to believe and I've spoken about this with other people that once there is a marble there the marble typically isn't going to go away um so when people tell me they have puffy nipples or their nipples are sensitive, I ask them, squeeze around behind your nipple, do you feel a hard marble in there? Because once you've got that hard marble, the gland is, has, has pretty much grown. That's part of the glandular like excess growth that you're getting now, and that typically is not going to go away. My advice to you is if you're very curious, just do the Letro every day for two weeks. And in two weeks, if, if you're not wiped out, it's definitely not going away, and I would absolutely get off of it because you're going to feel terrible and you're going to crash your estrogen again because 20 is still low. Anything under thirty five is low. You know, it, it, you're in a, a spot now where the estrogen is is lower than you know what, what's considered healthy. Um, you you know, thirty five is ideal. So I have to take Arimidex every day, and my blood work usually comes around thirty thirty five, which is low, but it's it's in a solid range. Once you get under twenty, now you're starting to risk other you know health issues, and you don't want that.
0: All right, next one comes. It says, uh, it's from Brad. He says, hey, PJ, thanks for taking the time to answer everyone's questions and putting out kick-ass products. My questions are, on the last podcast, you said that we could actually double up on the recommended dosage of products like MethiQuad and Chosen One. I've purchased that stack for the Beat PJ contest, and I was wondering if I do double up, do I take the double dose at the same time in the morning or take one MethiQuad in the morning and one at dinner? I'm assuming for Chosen One, I take two in the morning and two in the evening if doubling up.
1: Yep. If you're doubling them up, do not take them all at the same time. You want it even in your blood. You're going to space them out for sure.
0: Second question is: You say in the meal plan to take methacquad and chosen one within the hour of working out. I typically lift and do cardio first thing in the morning, so I'm fasted. Any issues taking these on an empty stomach?
1: Shouldn't be an issue at all. Uh, I, I can take anything on an empty stomach, but certain people have problems um, with you know just getting an upset stomach. I would say try it first, see how you do it. Um, but I do I train fasted also. Um, so anything anything I've done oral wise, I've always liked to get before my workouts, whether it was Anavar. You know, whether it was D-ball, I always did, I always did an empty stomach dose if I was training because I wanted it in my system. Now, is it going to make or break you? No, because it's still going to be affecting your hormones. So if you took it afterwards, you'd still be getting the good benefit of the product. But by taking it before and having it active in your system before, it'll probably fuel you a little bit more aggressive through your workout.
0: I actually always like to take my meth quad on an empty stomach before I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, the androsterone actually does have scientific results behind it that say within the first 30 minutes, it really does start to work yep. and give you some strength increase. Even, even,
1: and, and, and that's a great point. And I think that psychologically, you, you also get a little bit of placebo effect of knowing, like, I got this shit in my system. I want to make the most of it, right? I 100%. feel like that's what most people think. They're like, I want to take this before I work out. you know? be extra savage. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, I started taking um, – I started messing around with um, – I got some oral uh, testosterone trochees. They're 25 milligrams of, of uh, it's an oral testosterone. Like, we didn't have this when I was competing. Sublingual, you put it on yeah. your tongue? So you put it on your tongue, it's gone in like two minutes. And I'll tell you, I went into the gym and um, I felt
0: super aggressive, like, as soon as I got there. And, like, I felt like ready to go. Whenever I used that, uh, that, testo- that topical testosterone, it mm-hmm. was like 60 milligrams. And I would take it like 20, 30 minutes before the gym and absolutely more aggressive, uh, just great pump. Yep. Uh, next question's coming from Tre- Trevor Osborne. He says, what's your opinion on having a calorie deficit deficit while eating constant carbs versus carb cycling for cutting?
1: Um a, a a consistent deficit, I just think that when you do that your body's going to adapt regardless, which is the beauty of a cycle because you're 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 continuously throwing change at your body, so your body is going to have to work harder to adapt. And for that reason I think it's better. Now, I will tell you that for the most part My diet, even though I'm on a ketogenic diet, is a bit of a cycle because I eat different fats all the time. So most of my work days when I'm at the office, all I'm eating is snapper and asparagus. So I'm at two meals that are essentially no fat. But on the weekends, I'll usually eat red meat twice a day. I'm eating more caloric, dense meals. So I'm on some sort of a cycle. I'm just cycling fats instead of carbs. If I were to switch off of keto, I would go into a carb cycle myself. I would not just start going down into a deficit because I feel like your body adapts faster when you do that. And then the only way to go from there is either down more or spike it back up again. Right.
0: Pointless. I um, mean, the other question he asked is actually about uh, the Legion contest. as he sent in his picks and haven't received his code. You should have gotten it last night. If you haven't seen it in your inbox, check your spam folder. There you go. All right, next question. Guys, please allow Josh
1: 48 hours to respond. There are so many people that want to be in the Legion now that it's, it's turned into more than a 24-hour thing now. So what we're doing is we're just blocking out chunks of time for him to sit down and, and go through all these because it's, it's a lot every day now. I, I'm sending people every day. People are doing it on their own. So give him a good 48 hours. Don't email him three hours later saying I haven't heard back from you yet or, hey, did you get my call?
0: I mean, if you do, it's just going to take longer. Yeah. (laughs) It's really not going to help. So the next question is coming from Paul Winchester. He says, hi, PJ. Hope you had a good birthday. I enjoy your cardio Q&A each morning. My question I have is how do you break a strength plateau? My bench is my weakest lift, and I can't seem to get past one rep max of 215 at 145 pounds. Your advice is always appreciated. Cheers.
1: Here's the approach that I'd like to see you take. Get away from flat benching but work the ancillary muscles around uh, the muscles that are worked in the flat bench, which the primary muscles obviously are your chest and your your anterior delts, right? So you're going to want to focus on on those muscle groups. So you're going to completely get away from flat benching for now, right? And get into your incline bench press instead. Now you're going to want to work on military presses, front da- front front lateral raises. You're going to want to work on forearm work like hammer curls because these are all the muscles that are involved in controlling and and supporting that weight. So you're going to want to focus on those exercises. And now I would like you to incorporate in your chest workout some moves that are focused around the bench press but not the complete movement. So what this means is you will do what are what are called lockouts and partials and negatives. So lockouts are when you've really got the, the the bar pretty much set up on some pins and all you're doing is pressing the top 25 20% of the motion, locking it out, holding it and feeling feeling your body holding that weight, supporting that weight, and getting used to that weight, then take it back down to the the bar and repeat that again, okay? So you're just learning to lock the weight out. The next thing you'll you'll do is partials, and you're going to need a really good spotter for this, okay? So when you do partials, what I tell people to do is you're going to get more out of the bottom, okay? Because the bottom is the hardest part. So get a good spotter, all right? You're going to pick a heavier weight, and you're not going to pick your max weight because then you're going to get buried underneath it, but bring it down to your chest, pause. And now you're going to go just up to between 70 and 90 degrees, then have a good spotter, pull up the rest, assist you on the negative, bring it back down, and then you're going to focus on that bottom half, he's going to help you to the top. So now you're doing the opposite of a lockout, you're working the bottom. This is going to teach you to hold that heavy weight and be stronger in that movement. Now you do this for about four weeks or so, and progressively overload yourself with more weight in both the lockout and the bottom. So if your goal is to hit 215, now you'll be progressed up to like a 225, 230. So when you do go back to the flat bench and you do start messing with the 215, it's going to feel lighter because you've learned to control that weight at the top and you've learned to move it from the bottom. A very good spotter is extremely important during during these exercises. Somebody that knows what they're doing. You don't want somebody that's going to sit there and be like, come on, you can do it, you can do it, and have you gruelingly pushing through the reps. You want somebody that's going to take the workload away from you um, it's going to be a harder job for the spotter, but it's going to teach your body to utilize that weight more. These partial movements um, will help you per- perfect the actual full range of motion of the bench press itself.
0: What he's saying is probably don't have your girlfriend spot you. Yeah, because right? she's somebody not going to off fast enough. <laughs> Pick somebody stronger than you. The next question comes from Daniel. He says, hi, PJ. I'm 32 years old. I still have, I'm still relatively new to fitness. First off, though, let me say that I love your company, videos, and transparency you allow. Because of your advice and videos, I've made substantial progress in the past year and have gone from 215 down to 175 at 510 and dropped from size 38 pants down to 36, then 34, and now I'm knocking on 32. Wow. I entered the contest and have been diligently exercising and lifting seven days a week since the start of the year. Due to some small personal issues, I fell off the diet for two days and and essentially had cheat meals, consisting of a lot of peanut butter with my wife's homemade banana muffins and didn't work out. (laughs) I already feel terrible having done this, but as most men, I work full-time. I have irregular hours due to it being in retail management. I'm also taking a managerial accounting course at the local community college, all while trying to be a good husband and father for my three kids. My workouts are very based on my schedule, but I'll do P90X, the original 300 Spartan work out in my garage gym, run around the neighborhood while my son rides his bike and hit the gym after class twice a week at my community college. One day for legs and one for arms. Any other advice and encouragement for keeping up with the diet and exercise with such a wacky schedule. First time in my life, I can actually see my abs down there forming and look and feel younger than I did when I was in my twenties. Thank you for your time.
1: All right. So let's break this down. Um, Go back to that last uh, paragraph again. Um, By the way, don't kill yourself over just, Falling off for a couple days—it happens to the, to the best of us. At least you didn't fall off for a week. You yeah, know, you got plenty of time for two days. Yeah, you know, the, the, the end is April fifteenth. Don't let it happen again, um, and make sure if you are going to cheat that you're scheduling these cheats the right way. You know, cause you, you can cheat, but it has to be scheduled and it has to be for a reason and it has to be used as a tool, not just because you're you're mad or upset. You don't want to get into to psychological eating. I, I, I can promise you that turns into eating disorders and a lot of people think, oh, guys don't get eating disorders. They certainly do. I
0: promise you that. We
1: have an anorexic guy working in our call center right now.
0: Oh, true. Yeah. And like, I mean, like sometimes I'll do that whole binge eating thing where like I just don't eat anything all day and then go home and kill like four pints of Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. No, it's not good. Um, give me that, that 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 last part of his paragraph again. Uh, I already feel terrible having done this, but as most men, I work full time and have regular hours due to being in retail management. My workouts vary based on my schedule, but I do P ninety X, the original three hundred Spartan workout in my garage gym. Run the neighborhood while my son rides his bike. Hit the gym after class twice a week at the community college. Any other advice and encouragement for keeping up with the diet and exercise with such a wacky schedule?
1: I mean, you know, you're doing a lot of variety, which I think is great. So try to try to keep staying on top of that, and anything that you can get in with your schedule, get it in, even if it's fifteen minutes of hit cardio here and there. Don't think that you can't do cardio more than once a day. I, it, listen, you can do cardio four times a day. If you're if you're doing HIT for 12 minutes, I mean, think about it. Four times 12, that ain't shit. So, like, people will be like, oh, you know, this coach had him doing double sessions of cardio or triple sessions of cardio. There are no rules to the body. There are no rules at all. You know, like, if you're going to get mad at somebody for doing double sessions of cardio, like, what are you going to say to people that run marathons? They yeah. run 26 miles. I don't even want to run a mile, let alone 26 consecutive. And... You're, if you're gonna cheat and you know you're cheating, the last thing you want to do is nothing and sit on your ass. At least go, at least yeah. go burn some of those calories off. You'll get
0: a great pump if you just had a bunch of peanut butter and muffins. You'll have a great pump.
1: Yeah. I mean, you will. And, and go have a good workout out of it, at least. Don't sit around and, and that's gonna make you more depressed. You know, the best, the best cure for depression and stuff like this when you're feeling like that is just go, going in the gym and letting off some steam. So, you know, I know. When I, was, when I was competing, I never cheated once. I can say that with, with full confidence. I never cheated once ever on a contest diet before. But for other things in life, when I was just trying to tighten up for whatever reason, you know, there would be certain reasons why I would cheat, right? If I cheated, and I, Lee Priest was the exact same way. If I cheated, I got my ass on the fucking treadmill... Excuse excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen. And I would just do like an hour of cardio. I'd be like, you know what? I I feel good. I burned off some of the shit that I cheated on. And Lee Priest would eat like donuts and and shit. And he'd be like, "Ah, I'll just go do another hour of cardio. Craziest triceps of the game. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's that's the mindset you have to have. All right. Next one comes from Mike. He says, I'm thinking about running the DHEA Elite Stack for 12 weeks. What do you recommend for post-cycle support? PCT5, Eradicate, and Apex Mail for how long? Are all these post-cycle subs sufficient enough to get my levels back to normal, or should I be adding something else as well? Thank you, Mikey. You
1: should be good on that. Now, if you had access to things like Clomid, H-E-G, of course, I'm not going to tell you to not take that stuff. I mean, that's the that's the elites of the elites, but you should be good on our products. Uh, if you're going to run a 12-week cycle, my suggestion is you, you'll probably need an eight-week PCT, maybe even 12, depending on how long you want to stay off for. If you want to get back on in eight weeks, by all means, get back on. But for the first four weeks, you're going to want to run the PCT5 uh, at the suggested dosage, and you're going to want to run probably one eradicate in the morning, one eradicate at night. Um, you know... I would say for the Apex Mail, you're going to want to stay on until you get back on the DHEA products again. So if you're going to be off for 12 weeks, I'd stay on the Apex Mail, just keeping your natural test going. That's not something that's going to cause any issues with you. It's something you could take literally year round. So you might as well support your natural testosterone production. It's an herbal product that's going to naturally support it. So why not naturally bring it back to whatever you can get naturally? Cause it's not going to be what it, you're not going to be getting, you know, the effects that you got of the DHEA products, but at least maximize what you can get. Cause if you abandon it, you have the the the, the risk of being at a lower level of testosterone and, and not improving for a little while. So whether you do the PCT five for four weeks, eight weeks after that, regardless of what you do, stay on the apex male until you get on something else.
0: Yep, and if it's you're gonna make- not going to get on
1: something else, I would stay on the apex male consist- consistently.
0: It's just going to make you feel better.
1: Yep, and, the, and and the older you are, it's it becomes more of a factor. So you know, if you're 30, 35, 40, the older you get, the more you're going to want that natural production to stay as high as it can.
0: Yeah, we have a lot of good feedback from uh, cats over 35 about apex male. They call it the fountain of youth mm-hmm. in the call center.
1: Yep, those are those are the, our best clientele for that particular product.
0: All right, next question comes from David. He says, hi, PJ. Just want to start by saying thanks for all the info you give on your cardio Q&A and your podcast. Everything has been very useful. My question is, what are the best supplements to use when following keto diet? I'm currently taking Trojan Horse and Paraburn. Is there anything to help get ketosis, get into ketosis faster? Are there any good diet plans I can purchase or download? Thanks again for all the help. And I believe we should be putting out a code for Trojan Horse and Paraburn. Right uh,
1: we should, and we also, my bright co-host... Should put a, a code out for Apex Mail, oh, and for PCT Five, yeah, probably, and for Eradicate. <laughs> so, you guys, if someday if this show takes off even more than it already has to another level, we'll accept in callers.
0: That would be fucking. Epic. <laughs> and you can
1: call us and remind us
0: to give out it. <laughs> give me discount. that code. <laughs> so, what uh, what code should we do for Trojan Horse? It's going to be Trojan Horse twenty for a twenty percent discount. Trojan Horse twenty, and yeah. the same thing for Paraburn. Paraburn yep, twenty.
1: Paraburn twenty. Here's the codes right here. Get to it, guys. This is, this paper was, was was supposed to be utilized as a reminder to me, and it didn't work. We're just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> what are I'm these just, numbers? I'm just playing with it. YouTubers, I do actually have the codes right here. They're there. We're just not util- utilizing them. More people watch the YouTube videos than I think. They just want to see us talk.
0: Yeah. No, I think that, you know. I was,
1: I was like, I mean, I guess you listen to it in the background. Right. Because I was like, why would you want to just look at two people talking when you could like, listen to it and go do other productive things? Have you seen this beard? No, people, people, people. They, they they enjoy looking at us while we talk That's to true. each other.
0: I mean, I was watching it the other day, and like I, uh, I just let it run in the background while I was doing some Legion work.
1: We'll we'll do once I'm in better shape. We'll we'll do one uh, with our shirts off.
0: Yeah, shirtless flexes
1: <laughs> and bow ties. All right, let's let's get back to the questions.
0: So, um, any help getting into ketosis faster? Are there any good diet plans I can purchase or download? Well,
1: isn't he competing in the BPJ? That's what he is. Then he should have a diet plan.
0: Or well, nope. He doesn't say BPJ. He just says he listens to the Cardio q a Podcast, everything has been very useful. Uh, Best supplements to use when following a keto diet. It doesn't say he's actually doing the BPJ, which you probably should.
1: You should. Um, Well, what I can do for you is, if you want, (laughs) you can email david at (laughs) blackstonelabs.com and request the ketogenic diet, and he will will provide it to you. Um, As a loyal customer, I don't want you not having the right diet. Um, He'll give you a PDF. So there's a couple things that you can do. Now, I, I haven't been talking about it a lot because um, it's going to make me madder than I already am over all this these headaches with, with the FDA, is BHB salts, right? Keto salts. We, we're going to have ours by Christmas, and we still don't have it. In fact, you guys probably haven't even heard me speak about it. Um, I have powder at my house, um, but we don't have a product to sell to you guys yet. But what it's going to do is it's going to keep you in ketosis uh, faster, easier, longer. And it's, just, it's literally just a, a, a sodium uh, that you – you drink it down. You can mix it in with whatever. It doesn't taste great, you know. It's anything anything that you're gonna take that's that's the sodium based like that is gonna have like a saltiness to it. Um, but it, what the, the way it works is pr- is pretty cool. It, it, even if you screw up and eat some carbs, it'll bring you back into ketosis faster. It might make you poop a lot though. You gotta be be, be warned for that. Some people want to poop a lot. I know a lot of girls out there that are they'll pay big money to poop. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Girl, girls and poops are suck that shit out, yeah, out of there, huh? Yeah. Uh, they they're they're not synonymous. Girls and poops for some reason.
0: Well, the, uh, the next question comes from the King Kong. BHB
1: Salts, guys. BHB Salts.
0: <laughs> uh, did, you, did you answer the last question?
1: Yeah, BHB Salts. Um, you can get right. them
0: anywhere. Um, how do I learn more about the lifestyle? How do I get started? And the current concern I have is that with my type 1 diabetes now, I have lows a lot since I'm at the gym now. I know keto, a low-carb diet, but is there a way to squeeze enough carbs in so my super don't just drop? I think I know where he's going with that because just simply
1: because of the type one diabetes. Yeah. So what you can do is when I'm not sure if you're taking metformin, if you're taking Humalog or I'm hoping that you're not taking human r which, which I hate. Um, a lot of doctors will be using Humalog and metformin more, more now than ever um, with, with diabetes treatment. Um, Humal-R is, I, I feel is kind of like a dinosaur. Um, when you train, what you want, obviously you're going to m- monitor your, your, your blood cl- glucose often when you're a diabetic. So when you train, you're actually going to want to try to get a, a mild spike, not as aggressive as somebody that doesn't have di- diabetes, but you're, you are going to want to try to put in some of the carbohydrates before and after you train, which would also be a good time to be taking metformin. Um, and if you're not taking metformin, even glycolog, our product, which is a glucose disposal agent, which works in a very similar fashion. Um, and it's pretty aggressive. Um, regardless of whether or not you're using the Glycolog, and if you're interested in Glycolog, Glycolog 20, you can save 20% off. Um, If you are prescribed metformin or Humalog, which is very fast acting, that would be the two times where you would want to be adding that that's that amount of, of of excess carbs in. Now you you want to be a little bit more reserved with it because of the diabetes, um, but you, you'll you'll number one you'll get more fuel for the workout. Number two you have faster recovery, and because that you're use, utilizing your actual dosing of your insulin or metformin with it you will certainly, certainly become more anabolic and benefit from it rather than store it where, you know, whereas if you're just eating and not taking your medicine properly, you would essentially be wind up storing some and then run risks of, of, of bringing your blood sugar too low, going into a diabetic coma, which is a a huge risk when you are, when you do have diabetes and you're not, you're not properly taking your medicine and, and eating the right way. So obviously for you, it's something that has to be done a lot more textbook and without really experimenting the way other people can. Um, but done the right way, you can absolutely make yourself highly anabolic and, and, and really monitor this and, and, and do a lot with it.
0: I have a couple friends that have type 1 diabetes, and they are absolute monsters because they just know what works for their body and when to take their insulin. And, and if
1: they're doing it right, like Colette Nelson, she's an IPB pro, um, was never a heavy gear. Uh, she wasn't taking the big gear that a lot of girls were. Um, still was able to put on lots of muscle, stayed very feminine. Um, but she, knew how, she, you know, she actually taught diabetes uh, education. And, um, she's the one who taught me how to use Humalog the right way. And, you know, she was able to maintain all her muscle, you know, while eating very, very small amounts of carbs, um, you know, and, and turn pro with diabetes and compete, you know, in, in great shape with diabetes. So utilize the right way. You can become very anabolic.
0: Next question comes from Frank. He says, PJ, what do you think about shakes only during the day and one food meal? So three to four protein shakes, and then a red meat meal for dinner. Thanks, Frank.
1: I'm not opposed to it. I think that you're going to be hungry. Um, yeah. You know, if you're if you're taking the proper like extra supplements, so this is a time when things like supplements become more valuable, right? So Slim Fast, all it was was a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch, lunch, and then a sensible dinner. And millions of people jumped on the Slim Fast program. A lot of them lost weight. They were in a caloric deficit, um, and sense. they were on a regimen because Slim Fast said, "Look, you eat a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch, and then a sensible dinner." You know, it's kind of hard to screw that up. So if you're doing four shakes during the day, you're meeting your protein requirements would not be a bad idea to add some fats in there, though, to get those essential fats that you're going to be missing out on and then have the whole food food dinner. Now, most people would be more hungry doing that. If you feel fine doing it, do it. There was a point where I was really, really poor, like super poor. And I my clients, I was just wasn't training a lot of people, but I I had a sponsorship from species and I used (laughs) I used to ask for eight four pound proteins every month. Right. (laughs) And I would sell some of them. Sorry, Dave. And get some cash to help pay my bills. Naturally. And then the rest, I would just keep having protein shakes. I was broke. So, like, some days I would do, like, four or five protein shakes. That's all I had. But I was just have another protein shake. You know? And then I would just eat what I could eat at the time. And I was in my, my, you know, early 20s. And I didn't have a
0: lot going on yet back then. That's when you start running out of milk. And you're like, I got those fucking protein powder, but no milk.
1: So yeah. Like- <laughs> eating, eating, eating cereal with water. Um, but... If it's something that you feel that you can do, then absolutely do it. You know, I do what I want to do when I'm dieting because I know it works for me. And I oftentimes tell people, don't do what I'm going to do. You know, Aaron Singerman used to tell people P- <laughs> PG runs off of his own body fat stores until he's hungry and then he eats because oftentimes it would be like one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon and I still hadn't even had a single meal yet. Um, now I get up very, very, very early and I do quite a bit before I even get to my first meal. And by that time, I'm, I'm pretty much starving, and I have eggs and some ground turkey and some veggies and a little fancy omelet that I make. But I could go for very long periods of time doing shakes like that. I, it's not something that I'd be opposed to. I would do it myself. Um, and if you feel that you can do it, I say do it.
0: And if we're talking about shakes, we can go ahead and throw a three-way 20 on there. Yeah, baby. Go use three-way 20 on the website, guys. Next question comes from Jeremiah. Hey, PJ, I'm trying to nail down my macros, but I'm having a hard time getting it down. I'm 6'3", 235, not sure about my body fat at this point. I'm, I have been cutting almost all my carbs out, maybe 100 a day, and I'm pretty low on fats, 20 to 30 a day, but about 200 to 250 of protein a day. I'm leaning out, but I feel really small, and I feel like I'm losing muscle. I'm doing 30 to, 35 to 40 minutes of cardio post-workout, and I'm lifting nine days on, five days off due to my work schedule. Should I bump up my calories? Nine days on, five days off. Interesting
1: interesting breakdown. Uh, how much cardio did he say he was doing? Uh, 35 to 40 minutes post-workout. Okay. So he's doing workout and then doing the cardio, which is a lot on your body in one session. So, you, you know, you're burning
0: up quite a bit. Do you see how much weight that he's, he's lost? Um, it's It just says he's having a hard time getting his macros down. He's 6'3", 235, not sure about his body fat. And then he goes into uh, 100 grams of carbs, 20 to 30 fats a day, and 200 to 250 protein.
1: I mean, I'd like to know what he looks like more. Um, unfortunately, I don't. I don't have pictures. Without knowing what you look like, how you feel about your look, it's kind of hard to, to decide where I want to go. I can tell you just from, from looking at it, your calories aren't low. I mean, you're only eating 100 grams of carbs. You're not eating much fat. I mean, I have certain meals where I eat that much fat.
0: But just because you feel small doesn't necessarily mean you are small. No. That's how dieting goes sometimes. And if you might- yeah,
1: I mean, if, and if your strength is still okay in the gym. Now, if you start really losing strength, that's usually a bad sign. When you when you start dieting hard, you're going to lose some strength. You're just not going to be how you are when you're eating burgers and fries and loaded up with calories. But you, you, you shouldn't be like, oh, I can't move the weights anymore. You know, That's when you know you're going way, way too hard. So if you're just completely failing and crashing in the gym or if you feel like you're dragging ass all day, you know you need more calories. Now – Without, like, again, without knowing what you look like, I can just tell you just from reading it for a 6'3", whatever, pound guy, that's that's not a lot of calories. The protein is where it needs to be. You definitely don't need any more protein. Um, but you could probably try – if you're going to keep your fats low like that – here, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give you one of two options. I would say either double your, your carbohydrates. Uh, and if you're not going to double your carbohydrates, you want to keep the, the, the carbohydrates low. The 20 to 30 grams of fat that you're eating – uh, whether it's five meals, six meals, why don't you turn that into 10 grams of fat per meal so you'll be at 50 or 60 grams of fat and at least you'll be getting a lot more essential fats into your diet and that'll probably make you satiated a lot longer and probably feel a little bit stronger and better as well. Yep.
0: <clears throat> Next one comes from Brandon. He says, Hey PJ, hope you're doing well with everything and continue to do well with yourself and the company. My questions are, is abnormal good for a first cycle, four weeks only, and what would be the sides that might associate with it? Since it relates to DECA, would it be good for a of muscle joints? And ties into my second question, which is, I have, I've been having left side shoulder blade discomfort and pain. Sometimes it radiates towards my chest, causing chest pain and tightness. It's been more frequent since I stopped working out over two months now. Went to the doctor, nothing wrong with the heart. Do you think this is this might be due to a nerve or something muscular, like a weak muscle or not supporting what it's supposed to? Since the doctors couldn't find anything, I'm 25 years old, and the doctors say I'm healthy from the test they took. Last question: When is a new product coming out? I know you have something in the brilliant head of yours. I heard something of a new product that was supposed to be out sometime this month, so I'm just wondering. Thanks, PJ. All right. Well, there's a few questions there that can be answered
1: like relatively simple. As far as the shoulder pain, it could be a number of things. It could be anterior delt. It could be pec major. Um, Really, what I would do is get some deep tissue massage on it and have somebody that knows what they're doing with massage therapy work that area. They'll be able to feel if it's injured. The doctor's not going to massage around in there and feel the tendons and everything and and feel how the fibers are if there's something wrong in there. If they said there's nothing wrong to you, I ask you, what tests did they do? Did they do x-rays? Because that's not going to show anything muscular. Did they do an MRI? Because there's no way to tell what's going on in the muscle without an MRI. And so if they did not do an MRI, they would truly not know if there's nothing wrong with you. Now, maybe they were saying there's nothing wrong with you because they thought perhaps you thought that you were having like a heart issue, uh, which is why you had your heart checked. And they told your heart was fine, which leads to anxiety. A lot of people feel pain in their chest when they have anxiety. Perhaps you're having anxiety issues. This happens to me all the time. It happens to Sammy that works here all the time. He gets chest angina, it's called, which is a tightness and pressure in the chest. And it often feels like you pulled a muscle in your chest. Um, It can be scary. Um, and it can be very painful when I get mine, I, I actually literally sit there and I just massage it. Uh, and, and, and I try to just loosen it up. Um, now you, you could very well have an injury to the anterior delt, uh, which the only thing that's going to help something like that is rest. I, I, I would say it's, I'm sure it's not torn because you can usually visibly see tears when the muscle is torn and you'll usually get bruising as well. Um, as far as new products coming out. We have lots of stuff going on, guys. We've got products that should have been out months ago. We have labels that have been done for a year on some of them. The Evaporate, for instance. Adrenal Care, for instance. Equalizer, for instance. Um, We've got lots of commodities. Uh, My dad is going up to manufacturing tomorrow, Thursday. And uh, we're going to put together a good game plan with my partner, Jared, on what we can get out the fastest. It looks like... We can probably get evaporate out the fastest. So not the sexiest product in the world to the mainstream, but to all the hardcore people that want to be as dry as they can, or they're competing and want to be drier, or they're going to the beach and they want to be drier, or they want to dance at Studio 54 half naked. They want to be drier. Anybody that wants to be drier, this product's great. If you're a girl, you got your period real bad, it'll help you out with the bloating. If you're a guy, you got your period real bad, it'll help you out with the bloating. It's it's a very strong herbal diuretic, stronger than anything else that's out there. It, it certainly has its place in the Blackstone Labs family of supplements. Someday when we have that product, there'll be a code for it. Um, We also, I'm really, really excited about the Equalizer more than anything else, more than Adrenal Kit Care, more than any of these cool products that we're putting out because the Equalizer is another pro-hormone that that will remain legal because it is DHEA-derived. It it is chemically uh, very similar in action to Equipoise, hence the name EQ Equalizer. Um, And I'm going to find a horse for that video, I promise. So we do have cool stuff on the horizon. Um, it's just a matter of how fast that I can get it out. I do believe that I will be able to get some of the commodities out faster, like the glutamine, creatine, things like that. So, you know, we're on it. My dad, like, my dad's going up to Atlanta so he can be on it as much as he possibly can. The only reason I'm not going up to Atlanta tomorrow is because Kendra Lust will be here and we're going to be on full-time entice duty with Kendra Lust. So, um, and that podcast will actually be out Sunday. So those of you who listen to this Friday and Saturday, uh, Sunday. You'll get, uh maybe we'll do it Monday. Sunday or Monday, you'll get a bonus podcast. Um, that has me and Kendra, and we'll be talking the adult world. But you can ask her. Uh, well, it'll be too late for the people listening here. I told everybody if you want to ask your fitness questions, ask her fitness questions. Like that's not the questions I'd be asking here, but um, it'll be a good show regardless.
0: His uh, first question was: Is abnormal good for a first cycle four weeks? Yes. Only?
1: Yes. My apologies. So is it good? Yeah. It's not what I would do. I would go for the chosen one for my first cycle. Uh, in fact. To be completely honest, and this is not a bash at my own product, Abnormal would be the last one that I did. Um, I would go Chosen One would be my first. Uh, Brutal would probably be my second. Methiqua would probably be my third. And Abnormal would be the fourth, and I'll tell you why. Chosen One doesn't aromatize, so I don't want to set you up with a negative experience your first time. You do Chosen One, the risk of something bad happening is very, 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 very minimal. You're not going to get enormous, but you will put on some good size. You'll get harder. You'll get leaner. You'll get stronger. You'll be more sexually aggressive, and you'll like it. Brutal Force, you'll absolutely put on size, but you'll put on a little bit of water too. So you may feel a little bloated. Some people want that. Some people that are hard gainers, they, they try to achieve that. That's the people that get like hooked on D-Ball. Um, the Methiquad is a little bit of everything. So you got a nice little blend going on there. So you get a little bit of the, of, of the, the, the perks from the other products. Um, and then the Abnormal, because it is a 19-Nor based product – It will do a little bit for your joints, yes, and it will make you more anabolic, yes. It's not as aggressive as the other products. So a four-week cycle, you're not going to give your body a chance to really get a lot out of it. I think abnormal is a great complement to the other products. So if you're taking the chosen one and abnormal, I think that's a great thing that you could do for four weeks. If you're only going to do abnormal, I would say give it at least eight weeks. Give it a chance to really start giving you some some anabolic muscle building because the thing about an an – the the difference between anabolic and androgenic are, are quite profound The definition of androgenic is male aging hormone. So like when a boy goes through puberty, his body starts pulsing out testosterone and ages him. It turns him into a man. So when you're putting more androgens in, you're turning yourself into more of a man. Now, if you take something that is mildly androgenic or not androgenic at all, like anivar, you're putting on something that is simply muscle building. Anabolic means to build muscle. All right, you're, it's the ability to bu- to build muscle now. So you're putting something in that's going to give you the ability to slowly build muscle. And in four weeks, how much muscle do you really uh, think to your, you're going to obtain? You know, you're you're going to get w- one body part in a, a week. So you're going to get four chest workouts, four back workouts. I mean, to think that you could really make good gains in four workouts, it's 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 not reasonable. Now you'll feel better for sure, but just when you're starting to really like it, to then go off, to me, I, it's almost not even worth doing it. So if you are going to to go with abnormal, you got, you got to go for at least eight weeks if you only want to run a four-week cycle i would run either chosen one by itself or add the abnormal to either chosen one or brutal force you want more drier gains you'll go chosen one you want you want more uh wetter gains aggressive gains then you go brutal force
0: yep abnormal is always good for uh going balls to the wall if you're already you know doing everything else that's going to take you to the next level and we also want to mem- mention abnormal 20 yep all right next one is chris from germany he says hi pj my name is chris i'm 32 years old and from germany i'm a big fan of you and blackstone labs I watch your Ask PJ series on a regular basis and have learned a lot from it, and I'm really fascinated by your knowledge. Your helpfulness is incredible, and you are a true role model. Thank you. Unfortunately, because I'm from Germany, I cannot officially be part of the $10,000 transformation contest, but I will start my own transformation contest, and I will try to gain as much muscle as possible over the next two months. I can afford only three products a month, and my choice for my goals would be Chosen One, Growth, and Brutal Force. What do you think? Would you recommend another stack? Do I need PCT after the two months? I'm six foot, weigh 187, and don't take any steroids. After these two months, I will start a keto diet and become as shredded as possible for the summer. What supplements from Blackstone Labs would you recommend for keto? Now, I have a big request. I hope I'm not outrageous now because I know this is only for those who participate in the $10,000 transformation contest and order directly from Blackstone Labs website, but unfortunately, I do not have this option. But would it be possible for me to get a muscle-building and keto diet plan and help guide to get the best possible results? I hope my English was not too bad and you understood everything. Thanks for everything. Keep it up and stay healthy. Much greetings from Germany, Chris. Um, why? <laughs>
1: why can he not compete if he's from Germany? I. Because we shipped to
0: Germany. I, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't think that was in the fine print.
1: Mm, maybe it was confused.
0: Next competition, I'll make sure that I
1: be, am better with. Because uh, we have people competing from from out of the country, right? We do. I know we do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. At least Canada. Yeah. Um Blame Canada. Um a little South Park reverence. So the first uh stack that you put together for yourself, very good combo. You absolutely will need PCT. Anytime you're incorporating any of the DHA-based products, any of those pro-hormones you have to do, you, you absolutely have to, have to, have to do a PCT. And I've had a bunch of guys ask me this, and I feel bad for them, but they should be paying attention. They're like, hey, man, I just – you know, I stopped taking Chosen One. Like, I lost my sex drive. And I'm like, did you do PCT? And they're like, no. No, what's that? They're like, I'm not doing anything now. I mean, you, you can't like – put high octane in your car and drive it really, really fast until it runs out of gas. And then just keep pressing the gas and like expect to move forward. You can't do that.
0: It's, it's going to stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, man, like you can't put something in your body. That's more potent than what you already got. Suppress what you already have because that's going to happen. And I've told this to everyone over and over, and over again, and think that you're just gonna just be totally fine. This is why we put out PCT. We didn't do it because we wanted to scan people into making money. We did it because we knew this was
0: happening. We want you to be safe.
1: Trust me. I've 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 over the years, you know, I've of all the different like steroids that I've tried over the years from the age of uh, after my 22nd birthday till I I mean I retired when I was 32, but I I still do HRT now. You know, I've come off all sorts of different ways, and I will tell you this: I was never ever ever dumb enough. Not saying that you did this. Not saying that you're dumb either. But I was never dumb enough to take nothing. When I came off, I always got H-E-G, Clomid, something.
0: Apex mail. Something.
1: Apex mail was, was, like, not even a thought yet. But I'm saying,
0: like, you got to do something.
1: I always did something. Then as I, I, I went along, I realized when you when you sometimes, when you're doing something that isn't enough, you still crash real bad. And that sucks. Um, sometimes you can use that as a good excuse. You know, if the girl you're with, you don't like her that much. You're like, sorry, babe, it just doesn't work, you know? <laughs> Get out to of to that one real quick. You'll have to wait until my PCT is done. But... Um, this is why we put that out, to combat that happening. So you have to do the PCT, guys. Anyone listening to this, if you're doing any of the DHA-based products, Chosen One, Brutal Force, Abnormal, MethiQuad, don't think you can get away with not doing a PCT. Every now and then I'll meet somebody that's yeah, I just stopped and I'm fine, I kept all my games, and I'm just like, you're a liar, but that's yeah, okay. no way. Um, I'm telling you, it's it's y- you're almost putting yourself in a position to lose your gains because you're probably getting a swing of cortisol and a swing of estrogen and making all the work you did just completely like turn into mush. Yeah. It's a shame. So do not do any of these products without the PCT. I can't preach that enough. If you do the PCT, I think you'll be fine. What was this question after the, I saw the first cycle I, I agree with. Um,
0: uh, the second question was, um,
1: what do you do going into the muscle building?
0: Yeah. Um, he wants to know if it would be possible for him to get a muscle building and keto diet plan to help guide uh, – to get the best possible results. Yes.
1: If you email David at BlackSalamus.com and tell him about this conversation, he'll take care of you.
0: Awesome. And we'll be moving on to the next one. All right. Which is Santiago. Santiago. And he says, good afternoon. I purchased the hardcore stack and I have both Brutal and Chosen One along with Eradicate and Gear Support. I also got the Lean stack with the Viper now. And the way I take the subs are as follows. One of each in the AM. Eradicate, Chosen One, Brutal Force, Gear Support along with Cobra. But my new stack will have Viper and I take all of them with eight ounces of Trojan when I wake up. I either fast cardio or cardio after workout. I eat breakfast and then take my one methoquad. I wait to digest, then go to the gym, drink my BCAAs during, and a protein shake after my session. Around 6 p.m. or so, I take another dose of Eradicate, Chosen One, Brutal Force, Gear Support, along with the Cobra. But the new stack will have Viper, and he takes all of them with eight ounces of Trojan. Should I add another methoquad pill and be able to bulk up more? Then before sleep, I'll take three growth pills. Do you think I should add another dosage of any of the sups or stay the same? I would also like to dry out more and I feel like I have too much water and you aren't able to see the stri- striations or veins. I drink one gallon of water every day. What can I do to help me dry out or make my skin tighter?
1: Well, St. I mean, you answered your own question in the last sentence. If, you're, if you feel that you're too watery, the last thing that you want to do is add in more of an androgen that's going to make you more watery. So I would keep your doses where they're at. Um, if you're not doing the four grams of C a day, which I preach to everybody, make sure you're doing that. Um, add in some asparagus to your meals. If you have two or three meals with you know eight to 10 asparagus uh, spears that'll help you naturally get rid of water you don't want to focus too too much on water right now because you need the water you know the water's going to help fuel your workouts and you don't want to dehydrate yourself for weeks on end uh the water will go away you will keep on burning fat so focus on what's important you know a lot of people are you know I'm not saying that you're doing this but a lot of people mistake water and fat and vice versa and like they'll be like ah oh, I'm really watery and I'm like now nah, you're just fat um <laughs> And, and I'm not saying that about you you may be just holding water you know I myself I don't hold a lot of water um, in fact I, I hold so little water that I have to combat it with sodium and potassium and things like that and that's why I drink a Pedialyte every morning um, but I, I know when I'm fat that's for sure I know it ain't water um, I can feel it and it doesn't sound like water just, if it jiggles just jiggling around like blubber um, I said that must be jelly cause Jim sure don't shake like that uh, <laughs> I used to work with this guy this is a quick side story. I said I wouldn't do this because I know you don't feel good. No, it's okay. So movers say the most like horrible, raunchy things. Like they're just notorious.
0: Kind of like carnival carnies. Yeah, and I'm allowed to say it because I
1: did it all through high school and even into my first year of college. I, wor- I worked for my dad's moving company in the summer times, and so I used to work with this guy Scott Elliot, and he used to pack a dip. He, he was a driver who they're the lazier. La- lazier. They, they want to drive the truck and do nothing else. Just sit. So you get yourself a driver and you get your you get your your big you know your your Loader and unloader. crate, right, filled filled with shit, filled with their their furniture. And the driver, he don't want to do shit. So he would sit in the back of the truck in a fucking lawn chair. I'm not making this up. And we'd be in New York City, and he'd catcall the girls as they walked by. And, like, he'd be like – he would say the most raunchy, horrible shit. Like, an Asian girl would be walking by, and he'd be like, Damn, I knew I wanted some Chinese food tonight. And I'd be like, Please don't say things like that, man. Please, please, please. (laughs) Please. So I'm 17. I'm a very impressionable young boy, and you're you're making me very uncomfortable. And he'd, like – He'd like be like, woo woo, But then he'd spit his dip out, disgusting. So the girls would be just disgusting, just purely disgusted with him. And so like one day, like me and this kid, Ryan, that used to work with, with me, we were like, hey, man, has uh, has this ever worked for you? And he was like, spit his dip out. <laughs> and he was like, nope. <laughs> gonna keep trying, though. He goes, sure is fun. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. You're freaking embarrassing us so bad. He's like, you know, your kid shit embarrasses you more. Cause now I'd probably just laugh the whole time. You're like oh, whatever. I'd be like, I'm not crazy. even with him. Like, He's just some crazy guy. That guy's found. off his fucking rocker. Uh, but he, one of his lines was, "That must be <laughs> that must be jelly." Because jam sure don't shake like that. Anytime you saw a girl with a big ass.
0: The, uh, when we were um, in in L.A., me, Tristan, and I believe it was Sammy, were walking down the road, and there was a a shirtless. Six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound white man, bald <laughs> head, preaching the good word of the Lord on the on the side of the road. In, in LA, and he took one look at us as we walked by. He said, "Whoa, it looks like y'all just came from the bench press competition." <laughs> but stay away from those androbolics. Oh, the androbolics. The androbolics. Get away from those androbolics. I love when people
1: uh, pretend to be like internet like um, experts when it comes to steroids and stuff, and they say words like that wrong. It happens all the time. Yeah. I saw this guy last night that he was, like, bashing supplement companies and, like, testosterone boosters and saying, like, any company that sells testosterone boosters or, or pro-hormones, you should immediately boycott because they're selling you snake oil. And you should just use regular steroids. I am an, He goes, I'm an expert on any he, – <laughs> he didn't say andres, androgens. He said, like, aromasins. But it, but it was not even aromacin. It was like he made his own word up. It was like aromacogens. Oh, oh, so like androgenin. Yeah. He, like he made up a word. And I was like, oh, he is an expert. He's an expert on shit that doesn't even exist. Yeah, I got to watch out for that one for sure. So he must be very knowledgeable. So what you really should do, people, is not, don't worry so much about watching out for companies that put out testosterone. Put out, <laughs> watch out for people that make up their own language.
0: <laughs> if, he's, if he's speaking a language you don't understand, probably don't buy yeah. that guy's shit.
1: If he's speaking Targaryen, most likely he's out of his mind.
0: Next question comes from another Santiago, actually. Shout out
1: to all my Game of Thrones fans.
0: He says, so I already went through one round of the lean and hardcore stack before getting the email with how to use the stack and the diet. Hopefully you will be able to help me out and let me know how to take the hardcore along with the lean stack together, along with what other stuff I should take to help get better this results. another guy that didn't get the diet? Uh, looks like he started the stack before getting the email. Okay. So what, was, so what was the question? I was about to just say email, David.
1: <laughs> By the way, David is the vice president, and um, I'm taking it straight to the top with those questions. So there, if, if there's anyone that's going to answer it, it's going to be him because that's the person that I talk to the most who wants me to be mad at them the least. So <laughs> with everything that's going on, you want to go right to the top? Don't go to me because I got too many of you already getting me. Just, David at BlackstoneLabs.com has all that shit on friggin' speed dial ready to launch out to you.
0: Speed dial diets. David at BlackstoneLabs.com. Next question's coming from Javier. He says, Hello, PJ. Hope all is well with you. I'm a big fan of you and your podcast. These podcasts I find very informational and motivating. I'm a military vet with a little family and work shift and work shift work. Therefore, my body is not what it used to. Although this past year, I started following you and your podcast as well as using your products from Blackstone and went from 255 to 220. Please keep these podcasts coming as much as possible. My question is, who in the supplement industry do you find as your biggest competition? What do you like about them, and how do you think you and Blackstone are superior to them? Javi.
1: Um, Well, for starters, thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed the podcast. Great question.
0: Who do I think is my biggest
1: competition? I really don't think we have like a true... Like, one-on-one competitor. I think we have people that copy us, uh, like Redcon, uh, Primeval brutally copies us, too. Religiously. Um, but th- they've even admitted it. Like, I, I spoke to the owner, Justin, because uh, we used to do a lot of business together. And um, he, was, he this is what he said. And I was like, I can't even be mad at him. He goes, I mean, why wouldn't I, I copy y'all? Y'all, y'all got stuff sells the best. Because <laughs> he's like- from, like, Arkansas. And I was like, ah, I was getting ready to, like, be mean. And I was like, fuck, I don't have a comeback for like, that. Fuck, I was like, but they're my ideas. If You can't beat them. Join them. <laughs> fuck. Everybody thinks that I'm small, but I'm big. That's
0: that's a Sammy reference.
1: Excellent Sam, Sammy reference. Somebody asked me how tall he was the other day, and I said 5'2". And then I asked Kiara on my Q&A cause she was there. And she said 5'5". And I said on his greatest day in his dreams, he said. those five, fucking five. platform shoes <laughs> yeah. that she fucking custom made for We love him, Sammy baby. very much, by the way. We love him a lot. All five feet away. We're, we're not taking shots at him. Um... So, I mean, here's the deal. I'll tell you who other people think is my competition. Other people think companies like First Form, 5%, I think even Redcon, I'll throw in there, they think that those companies are my competition. I'll tell you why I don't. Uh, None of them sell pro-hormones like I do. Uh, And none of them were putting out DMAA like I was. So, I guess if you want to break it down, like who's closest to me, as far as competition, that I also don't look at as competition, I look at it as two partners having their own businesses, would be high-tech. Yep. But we don't, we don't compete with each other. Um,
0: we uplift each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, we help each other out. And the best way to put us in high-tech, and this is not a diss, and, J- and Gerald will say the same thing. So w- when you go to Publix or you go to CVS, you got your Band-Aids, right, made by a Band-Aid brand, and then you got your CVS Band-Aids that are p- pretty damn similar. The great value ones from yeah. Walmart. It's a great value. It's, it's the same incredible. thing. Great value. Publix has theirs. And there's the people that want to go in there and get them. But then there's the people that are like, no, nah, I don't want the, the, the Walmart Motrin. I name want brand, Advil. Baby. Give me that Advil. Give name me the Advil brand. gel caps. We're the Advil gel caps. Remember that.
0: Absolutely. The little blue ones. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, those are Those are brilliant. <laughs> Um so so I guess really it would be high tech cuz we have very similar products but we are the ones that have all the balls. So like when I when I partnered up with Jared like I, first of all it sucks when you start being successful in this industry cuz then pe- everyone hates you and they want to sue you. So once you start getting hated and sued a lot for being awesome at life, you get frustrated at life and the only way to combat that frustration at life is by picking a side. So you can either be on the pussy side like everybody else or you could be on the gangster side like Jared and Jared alone <laughs> basically. And I was like, dude, I'm tired of like running away. I don't want to settle with people. Like, I want to fight like you. But I don't want to. I don't want to do all the court stuff. Like, you're you're good at that. You win all the time. And he was like, I do win all the time. I do. He is. He just wins all the time. He's
0: like the fucking the gunslinger yeah. of. They the should wild play DJ Khaled
1: should follow him around. Um, major Key, really right? Ma- major Key. Um, he he uh he just wins a lot. And so I was like, I want I I I want to put out the the good stuff. Like I don't want to like be putting out the same cookie cutter shit that everybody's p- putting out. And that is my u- usage of cookie cutter, not a dollar misfit usage of it. Um, because that's, that's just gay. You know, when I was, when I was young and I was, I, and, and I don't mean gay, like in a homosexual way, I mean, gay in like a non-cool way. So We're a pink shirt immediately. Yeah. It. You can still utilize gay that way. Um, that's the way I u- utilize it. Uh, it's 2018 people. Come on. So, um, you know, I don't want to put out products just because other people are putting them out. That's 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 lame. I, I just never wanted to do that. I wanted to put out the gangster stuff. You know, that's why our first pre workout had DMAA when they were when everybody was banning it. You know, so that's why we put out prohormones. That was why we put out SARMs first. We put SARMs out before people even knew what SARM was.
0: If you uh, if you look at the timeline of things, uh, almost. Nine out of ten times, Blackstone Labs comes out with something, and then there's, oh, three other products very similar to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe look the same. Maybe named similarly. Do the same things. But at the end of the day, everybody knows what glycolog is.
1: Yep. And, and, and for us, we put ourselves we, – when we partnered up with Jared, we knew, okay, if Jared has an ingredient that he owns the patent on, that means only Jared's brands are going to be able to utilize this ingredient. So we're in a position where you know Jared has like, I don't know, let's say, let's say seven, eight, nine brands, right? Something, something around those numbers. Right. Let's just call it eight. So if Jared has eight brands, and out of those eight brands, he's going to put, you know, a pro hormone product in four of the brands, and we're one of those four brands. There's freaking a thousand companies out there, and we're we're going to be one of four brands out of a thousand companies or whatever, however many freaking companies there are. I'm just making the math easy for you guys. Let me look at the percentages. Like, where are you going to go if you want to try the ballsy stuff? One of those four brands. Right. And we separate our stuff because our branding and marketing is second to none. We run better contests than anybody else. We are more. Uh, social media savvy than anyone else. We are more in your face than anyone else. I'm in your face every damn night.
0: Does anybody else have a call center? You can call in and talk to a rep um, nope. from 10 to 12. I haven't seen it.
1: And if you're starting to see it, it's because they're copying us because oh, we put in all the videos. Look, look at that. It was only a matter of time be- before people started co- copying our call center. And we owe that to my old partner, Joe, because Joe specialized in call centers. So as soon as we partnered up with Joe, he was like, I'm going to put a call center in here. And we were, we were like, how can we get the most out of a call center? And Joe was like, you, PJ, are going to train them to be little PJs and teach them to be experts. So we we have a unique thing going on here where we have customer service and sales and an expert on the products and training and, for the most part, nutrition, all in one little cubicle with, what, 8, 9, 10 people now? Ten, yeah, 9 A, or 10. At, at any given time during the day that can be there for you to, to teach you how to use our products the right way, can teach you how to, how to incorporate them in with your training, can figure out your lifestyle and where you would use the products and why. I mean, th- I can't tell you how many emails that I get from people saying, hey, please tell Corey thank you or please tell Jared thank you for helping me with my training and my diet and, and I've somebody told me today, I'm not making this up. He was like, I just want to say thank you so much. And please tell, I think he said, I want to say Jared. I want to give the proper credit. And he's like, please tell Jared. Thank you as well for always being on top of everything with me. He's like, I put on 53 pounds uh, since I started using blackstone two, two years ago. He's like, I'm a whole new person. I feel great. I owe it all to blackstone labs. And and I really appreciate everything you guys do. And I I, I told the guy, I was like, dude, send me your, your before and after pictures. I got to see the 53 pound swing. And then we have guys like Steve Sampson, our first ever customer of the month. He lost 100 pounds by utilizing. He called in the call center one day, got a hold of Corey, said he wanted to lose weight, he's going to change his life, he's going to diet. Corey helped him with his diet. Corey got him on the right products. He got hooked on the products and became Corey's best customer. And over a period of a year, lost 100 pounds, and he fell in love with Blackstone Labs. And now he's my most diehard. He. Steve Sanderson is my most diehard customer and follower that I have. He's on my Q&A every day. He helps other customers. He helps other people out. You know, he teaches them about the products. He posts about all the products. He believes in all the products. And the proof is in the pudding. I mean, go look at his before and after pictures. So you're, 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 you're not going to get companies that do that. And I don't mind saying it because I know that I'm backing it up. So what separates us more than anything – Yes, we'll put out the aggressive products that other people are afraid to put out, but we brand ourselves, we market ourselves, and we help people in a way that nobody else does. We do more for fitness than the other companies are doing. Sure, you can do a contest and give away 50 grand. I've seen some of these bigger companies do that. That's awesome. That's great that they're going to give somebody 50 grand. If I had billions of dollars laying around, I'd give out more money than I am. And and each year I have increased the prize money as the company's grown. Um, you know, cause most people are like, damn, I don't want to stroke a check for 10 grand and give them frigging a couple thousand dollars of free products and clothes and pay to take them on a trip. You know, it, it gets pretty pricey,
0: crazy festival,
1: but you know what? I want to give back. I want to have fun and I'm fine with making less money, uh, that month to do something awesome for somebody that's going to frigging be a memory that they're never going to forget and inspire more people to, to get along. And the more people that get getting involved, the more the company is going to grow. And then the more I can give out bigger prizes for, for, for bigger contests. So you know, find me a company where the CEO actually participates in the transformation contest. Find me a company where the CEO sits and answers your questions every day, and you won't. And I think that's why you guys love Laxon Labs, and that's why I keep doing what I do. I'm com- compelled to do what I do. What I do, I can't. I can't not do it now. And my guys in the call center can't not do it either. You know, I mean, I, I know Corey is 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 like contest prepping people. I mean, he's doing all kinds of stuff.
0: I'm, I'm compelled to to touch on that a little bit. Uh, without a doubt, uh, Steve Sampson is hands down our most diehard customer. Has. Probably one of the craziest transformations I've ever seen. I mean, the dude is just dedicated beyond all belief. And But I got to say, you know, all the credit to him. I, I really don't think, you know, it may, maybe would have been such an explosive reaction if he hadn't linked up with Corey. I think Corey really... Drove him in the direction that he needed to be to see the results in the time that he wanted to feel good about himself and feel like he wasn't wasting his time. Yeah, and you know you get things like that talking to people like Corey. You know, I mean, there's not a whole lot of other companies out there that are going to give you diet nutrition mm-hmm. and, and and teach you about rep ranges and teach you different exercises. And people like Corey have no problem helping you with that because they just want to see you progress. Well, what they may do is they'll give you something generic, like what I gave out in
1: in with all the stacks, uh, but there'll be no follow up on it. So I knew that I could give you guys something generic and break it down for the different groups. But as long as you're following along in my Q&A or participating in the podcast, I could give as much follow-up information as necessary. And, you know, I can say this on behalf of the other guys in the call center because I know they feel the same way. When you're coaching somebody and guiding somebody and they're getting the good results, it's almost as if you're getting the results with them. It's a very positive and uplifting thing that you share together, and it's very rewarding. And for me... I used to love like the testimonials that I would get when I was coaching. It would make me feel very proud, very good about myself. It's a very satisfying and rewarding feeling. So we have a whole team of people that are chasing that feeling. And I and we have a very very culty aggressive following, but it, it's because we are we're like mixing it up with everybody so much. And um I mean I think we've gone on about as much as we need to on that, you know, we've dragged, dragged that out a little bit. Um, but you know, I think that it's something that's important that everybody knows. You know, we're very passionate about this year and, and our whole company is. Even the, even the nerds, they are into working out now. And like, dude, Trevor, Trevor will, will tell you, like, Mike Trujillo's at the gym at night now. Yep. yep. David starting David to go and goes here and here and there. He says he's
0: going to, and then he goes and plays poker.
1: Um, but more and more uh, people are working out. I see Stefan in there sometimes. You know, the guys are 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 starting to really get into it, and they're they're getting passionate about it
0: too. You know, so and it makes sense. You know, the, the people in the call center have the credentials. Corey took me through a twelve week prep, and I came in first on my first show yep. and uh, you know novice overall. So it's not like we don't have the ability or the knowledge to you know lead you into victory. Absolutely. Next question and last question comes from Ryan. He says, Hi, I see some people posting about, posting Instagram about the 14 or 16 weeks of Beat PJ Challenge. I thought this was a 12-week competition. My wife and I started on January 15th like was originally stated and will be ending April 15th. I think some people are confused as to how this works or maybe we are. We, were you allowed to start earlier than the 15th? That seems unfair to give some people more time if they started on the 15th like the original rule stated. Please have someone clarify. Ryan. All right. So people got a little bit confused by this. This is what happened. We extended
1: the contest date by an extra two weeks. So nobody's getting an advantage on you. You're getting an advantage on them. Yes. people. There are people that are at a disadvantage because they started two weeks later. So they're on a two-week shorter plan because they started two weeks later or they started a week later. So that's all it was. We extended it by a couple weeks, and we told people, listen, the faster that you submit your stuff, this is the deadline for entries. Get your stuff in. And you know, people started sending their stuff in right away. And then there were people, of course, at the very end. That were like, "Oh, I didn't get paid. Can I, I, I wanted to do it, but I can't do it till next week." So we're like, "You know what? We're getting so much of this. Let's just extend it." So we decided to extend it for two weeks, and we got it, it was it was a good idea for us to do it because we got a, a really overwhelming response. For for whatever reason, the the bigger influx of entries came in that last two weeks. It was, I guess I don't know. Maybe people spent all their money on Christmas and New Year's, and they, they, they had to hold off for for a paycheck.
0: They forgot um, they to get that summer, but right. those
1: people. We, we warned them. that We said, just so you know, you're at a two-week disadvantage. If you feel like you don't need the full time, that's fine. You can still participate. It's going to end on the same date no, no matter what. So no matter when you signed up and joined, you still end on the same date. You don't get cut short. Um, don't the, get extra time. The people that started late, don't get extra time. It's still going to end on April 15th no matter what. And on that date, when the judges crowned me the victor because I went from <laughs> – I was trying to think of something funny. Trevor's better
0: at that, that kind of stuff. I wanted to use the word felt somehow, but I didn't know what else to put with it. Well, I mean, the Lord has to go through some type of a royal transformation. Yes. (laughs) Maybe we'll get you a crown.
1: I would like a crown. I would like a crown at the crown ceremony. You guys got to see my family crest that I have now. It was on my cake yesterday. We're going to make it into a big fancy sigil that we hang here. Fuck yeah. I'm getting an awesome present. Should I talk about it on the radio? Yeah. So Todd Dave, one of our former uh, customers of the month, one of the greatest Blackstone Labs customers ever, another amazing transformation. He lost like 100
0: pounds. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in the... uh in the chat, like every day.
1: Yep, he's awesome. I, I love that kid. He's he's an awesome kid. Trains with Shelby, lucky guy. Gets to stare at that butt all the time. Um, shout out to Shelby. I know she doesn't listen to this though. Um, Maybe so more people should listen. To he it. told me, and I didn't want to accept it at first, but then I did. He was like, "I I have a gift for you for your birthday. You know, when I come down there to visit, because I invited him to come down here and see headquarters. And uh, originally, he was going to bring Shelby because she's one of our athletes, but um, I think I think Shelby doesn't want to travel because she's got travel at Arnold and everything else, and she's just concerned about her physique." Fair enough. Um, so he's going to come down here, and he's like, when I come, he sent me a video of it, and it blew my freaking mind. You won't care about this. Neither will you. Uh, but all the other guys in here will. He has. Oh, I saw. I saw. All of the freaking giant banners for all of the house, the Game of Thrones, the, all of the house uh, sigils, the family sigils, like like the real ones, like shit that's like – they're like five feet long. So I was like, dude, I can't take those from you, man. That's such a cool – like offer but i don't want to take those from you i'm like i wouldn't even know where to obtain those you went through the trouble of getting them all he's like not nah. He was like it would mean a lot for me for you to have them because i know how passionate you are about game of thrones and then he's like it, w- it would be cool for me to know that you have them he's like plus you got all the space at your house to hang it up and i was like oh i ain't hanging these up in my house i'm hanging these up in the office i'm gonna do videos all my videos are gonna be in front of these things from now on like, I'll be in front of, like, the Targaryen house in one video. I was going
0: to say, you should just hang them up in different departments. Yeah. We'll have, like, battle at the I want place. them
1: everywhere. I think it's so awesome. Like, and this is the perfect place to have
0: them. Oh, perfect. Then we can tie that in with the flamethrowers. And we're going to have five to yep. ten flamethrowers. So I do,
1: I, I am, I do have a flamethrower uh, coming, guys. I, I, it is coming for real. For, for, for real, yeah. They're on back order. And so now I got in with Palm Beach Tactical. They're awesome. I'm going to get a machine gun also. It's a one hour course, by the way. What? So here's something that, that I think you should know. First of all, Pine Beach Tactical. These guys are awesome. What I'm doing to my Glock, everyone is going to be jealous. I'm going to be the, the talk of the neighborhood. The town. Uh, so, yeah, of the town. Talk of the town. Yep. Uh, <laughs> talk of the neighborhood. Uh, talk of the block. Uh, of the cul-de-sac. Um, so my Glock is going to be a Snow camo, Okay. With Blackstone Labs on the barrel. And then they're going to hollow out two points of the barrel so you can see everything in the chamber. So, the actual barrel itself is going to be matte silver that will match the snow camo. So that's a whole separate piece. The actual uh, grip—they they measured my hands, my fingers, so it'll be custom. So my fingers can go into the individual like groovings, and then it's going to be have an extender for four more four more bullets. So extended magazine, no pinky head. Yep, no pinky hang. I hate that, especially when you have fat meaty hands like me that, that are covered in band aids right now. <laughs> so um, I'm also going to have the. Um, uh, very fancy light on the bottom that does strobe light, Attack super light. bright, dude. dude it just blinds so the show, bright. Out of you. He showed it to me. I was like, "Yup, add that too." Could uh, you imagine seeing that? And all of a sudden, you just hear gunshots. You're like, "Fuck, I don't know what I'm gonna die." <laughs> Laser red dot on the top. Yeah. Um, what else am I doing? Oh, the trigger is gonna be snow camo. Dope. You, can even, you can even do the trigger. You can do. You can do so many cool things. it's like a gun. hairpin trigger on that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They're changing the, tr- the sensitivity of the tr- of the trigger. So, anyway, I started once I figured out how many things you can do to gun, I started noticing some of the different guns that they had, guns that you don't see every day. And I said to the guy, I noticed that you have machine guns in here. I thought that machine guns were illegal. Like belt-fed? Like, let me just talk to you about this for a second. <laughs> so they have a Class three dealer's license. And the law in Florida, you may, may be interested in knowing, is that anything registered before 1986 is legal to sell with a Class three uh, dealer's license, and you can take a, a class – Right, So there's a guy. He's a retired Navy SEAL. Um, I have his card. I will show it to you. It's called Vigilante Training. And you go down to Miami outside, which we should absolutely do, and you can learn to shoot with machine guns out on their outside training base. And it's like a course that you take, and then you can buy a machine gun after that.
0: I was going to say, can I leave with a machine gun? Because be I don't want after. the training because no, that's once, just going to make me mad. If you have your carriers,
1: you, you need that, you need the course, and then you can buy a machine gun. We're doing it. Absolutely.
0: Oh my god! There's no way I'm not doing it. Can we now. just can we just set it up at the top of the fucking building like a turret? Anytime somebody comes in here, we don't like just fucking run on the car. Well,
1: I'm gonna get for my my new gun the the uh, the XDR five six six.
0: So I really want you to get Paul to get another one of those for you. I will because I want one. Yeah, back. and <laughs> really, it man. wasn't expensive either. It was 500 bucks. So. I know. I want that for my car. So I'm bad. gonna
1: get now that I know about the hundred. The 100 bullet fucking yeah, the round attachment, drum. the round drum that you can get. I'm, I'm 100% investing in one of those. This weekend, there's something, there's an event that I, I can't go to. Your brother's going. Me and Dave and Nick are going to go. I them. may just give you guys some money and be like, bring me back some bullets and that drum if you can have it. It's, yeah.
0: What's it called? It's a 100 round drum magazine. No, not that. What is the
1: event, the event called,
0: Trevor? Oh, it's the... Uh, it's it's the, in West
1: Palm or something, right? It's the gun show. It's just gun show. Yeah. Just called a gun show. Yeah. They're all called the gun it's show. Like, it's like every
0: second Saturday of the month, I think, something like
1: that. Um. Well, I was told that that's the place to go to look for stuff like that. Yeah. So you I just walk up, hand them cash. Yeah, and and if they short. have that, think about your boy when you're up there because yeah. I want it. Oh yeah, you no, know no. know that I want it without even having to ask me. Okay, and I need ammo anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to go get I'm a school fucking. Who's calling me right now?
0: I'm trying to get a uh, nice. <laughs> I'm trying to get a a Here. little a new a new carry for me, and a, I'm going to put a, a carry in terrace purse or something after all that craziness that happened on the highway. Yeah, get house. one of those
1: little subcompact minis. Yep. Uh, Paul has one that
0: he, that he carries in his boot when he feels like carrying it.
1: It's this tiny little thing. It's not a 22 either. 22s, by the way, pe- 22s suck. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know what? I take that back. Uh, your brother's girlfriend's gun, that 22 rifle, is awesome. Because it's just like a little BB gun, and it's yeah. like, pew, 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 and it's like really easy to be accurate with it. That's fun. But like, the pe- girls are like, oh, I want a little mini one. And honestly, they're hard as hell to shoot. Yeah.
0: Can't, because they're them.
1: Yeah, it sucks. Like. Yeah. If anything, there's, there's, there's much better options and they have all these, they have subcompact nine millimeters that you can get that are, that are much shorter and smaller and compact that you can easily carry concealed. Like I got turned off to carrying because I'm just weird and like, I don't like things like rubbing on me and shit. And I was trying to see how it would feel carrying my nine just at the house. And I was like, there's no way I would be able to do this all day. Maybe I'd get used to it. Yeah. No, eventually you get used to it. it Doing it that day, I was like, I don't know. I don't like it in the front at all. Plus, I don't like the idea of having a gun pointing at my dick all day. You just got to get a good holster. But I've also talked to people that like – the guy that taught my class, for instance, say a lot of people like to carry at 5 o'clock. And he's like, five o'clock is not an ideal place to carry because a lot of times you miss. You're in a fucking scary situation, and you're reaching your, to your five o'clock, and you're you're, you're you're you know you're fumbling around to grab this gun, and you get shot and you die. Whereas if you're carrying in the front, you just whip it out real quick because it's right on your frigging belt buckle. Basically, right. you pull out, you shoot, you draw, and you fire. Now, what I think that I'm going to wind up doing because I wear a suit every day is get a shoulder harness. That's a uh, yeah, the shoulder harness will be badass. Well, because you won't be able to see it. Dual wield Uzis. it I, it'll, yes, that's <laughs> another thing. Once I get the, this this class taken care of, I feel like because I'm going to have the I have the jacket on, so you can't see it. It's concealed, right. and it won't be bothering me because it's not like sitting in my waistband. And I feel like having something right here is less annoying than having something hanging in your your belt the whole
0: day. Absolutely,
1: but like I said, people say you get used to it. Maybe I would just get used to it.
0: Uh, eventually, it does start to feel like an extension of your body. You just, it just, you just know your pants are a little heavier. All,
1: also, people told me that most people don't try to conceal a nine millimeter like I was. They, so they have, they usually can conceal like a smaller compact gun.
0: I, I mean, like I have a forty, and it doesn't bother you. I'm, I, I'm not really worried about that. Like, I if I have it, I, I need it. And the only reason I have it is because if something goes wrong, you're going to use it for one fucking second. Like, <laughs> I just want to move to, like, New Hampshire where you can just strap it to your leg and it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're like, there's my gun. Dude, my buddy fucking moved to uh, Nashville. And he was like, dude, he's like, I showed up here. He's like, you know, South Florida. You know, a lot of guns and gangsters and things like that around there. You know, not the best area. And, uh... He's like, but I move up here to Nashville. He's like, and it's open carry. He's yeah. like, there's these like eighty-five year old women with two dirty hairies on their hips. And they're <laughs> like, go ahead, boy, say something slick to me. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's a lot more polite around there. Robberies happen less often because every person at the restaurant has a fucking gun. Yeah. So makes it a little bit harder.
1: I mean, you you see what you, you see what you're getting into, you know? Yeah. You're
0: like, ah, I probably shouldn't piss this person off. He said, like, gas station, you know, conversations, people are a lot more polite.
1: you yeah. know, Oh, hey, how you doing? But it does make sense. I mean, think about it. If you're if you're a a, a stupid idiot and you're starting a fight with somebody and you can visually see that that person has a gun. It's safe to say that that gun is for protection to keep you away and that you will get shot if you attack them. Yeah. And if you are attacking them and you're presenting a threat of imminent danger, you are certainly legally allowed to get shot. Here in Florida. Now, if you're just talking shit, you can't shoot that person. They are allowed to talk shit, sadly. Yes,
0: they can talk all the shit. You can there. throw a
1: rock at them, but then you're presenting a threat of imminent of, of uh, And they can danger. shoot you. I asked all these questions in the class, by the way.
0: Yeah, the uh, the only one that I didn't know when we when we took that class was that like you know when you see like the sign at the mall that says no guns, yes, it was, Fuck that sign. <laughs> if well, you it, you walk if, right it's, if it's a government building though, if, government buildings are the only. Yeah, ones that so matter. hospitals, courthouses. Yeah. Why you would bring a gun into a
1: courthouse? I have no but idea. But like the mall, like yeah, the mall. It. It's like you know there there might be some mall rats that that need to get
0: mowed down. I've, I've had I've had kids <laughs> follow me from the gas station to that mall right there before. Yeah, yeah. I invite that. Oh well, I, I just rolled out the window and showed to him. I was like, "What do you have?" He's like, "Oh, no, nothing." <laughs> Actually, if you, now now that you have your
1: carrier's permit, this is an interesting thing because I asked all this shit, and the guy was really good, and he, he 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 was really good with like how he explained everything. Now that you have your carrier's permit, you can carry brass knuckles.
0: Yes, and a knife. And- yep. So you can knock people out. You got the permit, or right, so you can use the brass knuckles, even though you have the permit. Like, well, if they're was, if like, they're like, if they're
1: attacking you, and you're you you feel that your life is at risk, you know, let's say a group of, of like very angry eighth graders see you, at, <laughs> see, see you at the mall, right? And they surround you and they start attacking you and you have a carrier's permit and you have your brass knuckles, they are presenting a a, a, a legitimate risk of danger on your life. So if they start to attack you and you have that on you with and you have your certified carrier's permit, you can punch them with it because you're protecting your own life. Have you ever seen somebody get hit with brass knuckles? or have, you ever I have anybody? it's devastating. It is absolutely It is truly disgusting. devastating. Now, I think that somebody that would put on brass knuckles... Just to go and punch somebody with no, you know, nothing behind it. I think that is is very fucked up. I think that is, is extremely wrong. Now, if they, like, raped your sister or your daughter, by yeah, all be, means, the be, he, th- take them out, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, Definitely don't just shoot that guy. But that's the, that's the big thing in Florida here is if they have to be presenting the risk of danger on your life. Imminent danger is the way it's written in the actual Florida, like, legislation in the law. Yeah. So that means if somebody's seven yards away and they're like, fuck you, I'll kill you, that doesn't matter.
0: No, if they can't actually, if it can't be proven in the court a court of law that they had the ability and the opportunity to cause harm to your person, then you should not have shot them.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now, though, just from us shooting at the range and like at watching everyone, like if somebody's more than seven yards away and they're like, mm-hmm. fuck you, I'll kill you, like a lot of people are not going to be able to shoot that guy.
0: I mean, like, it, it's also, uh, you know, in, in the state of Florida, like, you know, dude's 30, 40 yards away. Like, you shoot him. You're probably going to go to jail. Yeah. You wait for that motherfucker to get within like, seven feet like, of you and you like, shoot him, like your, like, your, your brother would, like, your brother would be
1: like, that guy is saying that he's going to kill us. So I'm going to shoot him in his right shoulder and he'd be able to do it. But, like, most people, like, you just start firing shit out and you might shoot the guy in the face by an accident. Yeah. You know, uh, or you might miss him every time. You don't know. You're not going to get it. I mean, somebody like John Bartolo can do it. Yeah. But then again, they're going to be like, listen, this guy was 50 yards away and you shot him in the face. Yeah you know you're gonna say that you weren't trying to do that You're a sharpshooter yeah so you know more of the story is don't be a shar-
0: sharpshooter don't be a sharpshooter let them let them danger your life first sounds kind of scary but the uh, the dude that taught our class he was like he's like you wake up in the middle of the night it's two o'clock in the morning everything's dark you hear a sound you grab your gun you turn the lights on there's two guys standing there with your tv they drop it put their hands up and they say hey look you know we really don't want to get hurt we're not here to hurt you which please call the cops take us to jail he's like do you shoot that guy or not I'm like, I fucking shoot the guy. He's like, yeah, I shoot that fucking guy. He's like, you're going to go to fucking court and, and, and take me to fucking – take me to court with a lawyer and say yep. you were here for this. It's kill you right now. <laughs> it's no. Castle law. No, they, they were doing that with us too. And then like me
1: and Tristan, <laughs> we are answering so much different than everyone else. So the, the, he, then he presented this one. So once I learned the law, like I got it. But then he presented this one. He's like, so you hear noise in your house. You hear screaming. And you run downstairs to find a man who just raped your daughter – running out of your house can't shoot him he's like what do you do and me and tristan both go oh i shoot this shit blow out blow his water. back out, yeah I <laughs> blow his whole back apart and he's like nope you're getting arrested and you're going to jail spending yep. the night in jail i was like fuck it take me to jail is that anyone yeah, d- sure. did anything to my daughter i'm shooting him i'm getting in the car and following him until i can shoot him
0: oh bro one time i heard a dog yelp and i ran out with my gun like don't be fine you beat the dog i don't care who it is like there's absolutely no need no, for that, that dude that dude's getting
1: and then he was like so then he started talking about people being like oh i'll shoot him in the leg
0: no, yeah, you can't do that. Nope, shoot to kill. Nope, there's no, there's no you sense in going to court. Yeah. <laughs> it's to it's your word against nobody's yeah. when you shoot to kill. I have, I
1: have guns that I'm, I'm very confident that I'm getting them with something.
0: I really the new one. If new I one. the
1: new one, that thing you're going down with that. thing I want to shoot that one. Probably. Pretty sure that I can shoot two, two, three bullets also. Yeah.
0: I think it's pretty sweet. I want one. That, Pom, that would Pom, be like, Palm
1: Beach Tactical is so awesome. You got to go there. That
0: would be like the perfect like fucking jacket gun. Just pull it out with like a Tommy gun, like hundred rounds. I don't <sighs> even know how
1: you'd even keep that in your. Oh, jacket.
0: sure. You have one of those hanging straps. You know, you'd be good.
1: I want a Mac Ten.
0: Just do a extra long jacket.
1: Yeah, like a trench coat. Yep, trench I could do that. But I can pull it, it, super it off, especially pimpin'. like like a nice one, like Wall yeah. Street. Yeah. You know, because I'm wearing the suits already. Absolutely. Suits, trench coat, Uzis. Yeah, I was uh, double I was, Uzis. I was
0: thinking like, cause like you know, I'm wearing, wearing basketball shorts a lot. I get like a shoulder bag. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what the guy was saying is you know a lot of guys will get a shoulder bag and then if anybody makes fun of you for having a man like a just shoot that motherfucker like an yeah. actual satchel. Yeah, he was like anybody gives you any trouble, you just shoot them through your bag. I was like, true, that's <laughs> that's true.
1: Um, well, that is that is a a uh, convenient way to carry around your highly lethal weapon. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, um, we do not have discount codes for the guns, not yet. Nope. Um, I, I think I'm going to go take this class with this guy. It seems pretty cool. Um, he does all sorts of different stuff. He does, like, girls-only stuff. He does tactical stuff. He does, like, sniper shit. Um I have to take Tara down there and get her uh, trained in. You have tactical. to shoot the, the three hundred eight AK, dude. It's so crazy. Definitely. I was like, I, can I rent? So my, my my rifle, I told you the fucking trigger didn't work. Sorry about my language again. Um, and uh, so I was like, what's the sickest thing you have here? You have the AK-47 here today? And the guy's like, ah, oh, it's, it's being worked on right now. I was like, damn it. I'm like, what's the best thing you got? And he's like, 308. He's like, He was like, it's a supercharged AK. I was like, pfft. I was like, give me, uh, just give me, you know, two boxes of ammo. Give me two of them, one for each. just so you know, like, those bullets are like more than a dollar each. When you get them at at the range, I mean, I'm sure you can get them cheaper. Oh,
0: yeah, online or or like at Walmart or something.
1: Like, I got like two boxes of bullets and it was like $46. And the box of bullets goes in like 30 seconds. And you're just like,
0: there it goes. And it's like
1: a a cannon, though. But the guy said that it can shoot accurately at a thousand yards. Yeah, that's scary. That's insane. scary as fuck. That is insane. You just fucking perch up on your roof like I said here. So I money. shot – I shot it. <laughs> this is what I did. I walked in, and everyone's, like, staring at me like, what is that? And so I load it up, pop the magazine in, and I just, like, line it up. And I pull the trigger, and it's like, boom! And everybody that was in there was like, oh, my God! And they all start, like, laughing and, like, freaking out. And I just placed it down gently. <laughs> and I looked at his brother, and I looked at your brother because, like, I love guns, but Josh's brother, Nick, like – He's created a new obsession for himself, Yeah, I guess. he, like, fucking loves guns. Like, when we left the range, I was like, what are you doing later? He was, like, coming back. It's so funny, And he, I could tell he was. He was coming back.
0: When he, when he first got into it, he was like, I think I'm going to buy a gun. Like three months later, he's like, "Oh, like however many guns, like thousand rounds of ammo." And I go to the range every weekend, maybe twice a week. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, and he found the perfect girl too because she loves it too. Yeah,
1: and they just shoot guns together. Her arms were all bruised up from the guns kick, kicking back. I was like, yeah. "You should probably hold them differently." He said she put eight hundred rounds through that gun. Yes. <laughs> so, so they they definitely love shooting guns more than me, and I love shooting guns. So that so that, that just lets you know where he's at with it. So I p- shot it one time and I put it down and I looked at him. I was like, "Come shoot this." <laughs> and so he like shot it, and then he smiled, and then he shot it again. And then he smiled it again, and then he just shot through all the rest of the ammo. So I,
0: so <laughs> two, I lo- three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. Eight. So I
1: loaded it up. I was like two th- four dollars six dollars eight dollars, and then so I loaded I loaded up, and I'm like calling everybody over. I'm like just shoot like three or four shots and then pass it on to the next person. So everyone's shooting it, and they're all like giggling and shit, and like it was so funny because we brought uh, Salvi's little brother and his his uh, roommate. And they're both, like, carbon copies of each other. You know, they're, like, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, like, 135 pounds, right? So they're shooting the gun. It's rocking their whole bodies back. <laughs> We're fucking laughing. So there's the, the ammo's gone, right? So I've gotten the same guys on Saturdays now. And the guys that are on Saturdays are real cool. They're, like, younger guys. And they, like, they, they like Blackstone Labs and stuff. They're, like, always through the cars everywhere and stuff. And the guy was, like, did you used to have a black Aventador? I was, like, yeah. So, like, they've known about us for a while. So... Uh, I go back out there and I was like I'm going to need like six more boxes of that 308 ammo and the guy looks at me and goes you're such a savage. <laughs> he goes you did this last week too. And I was like just give me like six more boxes. So I wound up buying like nine or 10 boxes of it which is like hundreds of dollars of this ammo that you just go through so fast.
0: Same thing as fireworks. I know we talked you, about that. We talked that about shit, that shit blow it up. So side side
1: I, I like do you do you do you like do you obtain that gun knowing how expensive expensive it's going to be having fun with it?
0: Yeah, no, like I think people buy that gun just to shoot that round. Yeah. Like, they, they, if they want to go shoot something fun, they know they're going to spend dollar fifty or whatever a shot, and they just don't care.
1: I'm going to make a statement right now, and I know you're going to back me up. If you didn't do shit on a Saturday, but you shot that gun one time, you'd say you had a good Saturday.
0: Absolutely. Anybody. Without a doubt. Right? There's just something about releasing that much gunpowder in any same. direction. It's It's just... Male, female,
1: wrong. age regardless, you had a good Saturday if you shot that gun.
0: Especially female, because you're probably going to have some good... Uh... You'll get wet.
1: You will absolutely get wet. <laughs> it's like entice in bullet form.
0: And I think on that note, we are going to close out the Shut podcast down. for today.
1: Very good show today. Good questions. We threw out some uh, coupon codes for you guys. We'll try to be be good about it and do it in a less stu- stupid way than we did today.
0: You, you can't blame us for being meatheads.
1: No, we are. We are. We can't help it. I need to be reminded to do things multiple times a day.
0: Like log 20. We'll just throw that one out there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Peace out. Bye.